0: on the favorite podcast, It's Reclaimed Audio, with your hosts, Phil Pinsky, Phil Lutz, and Tim Sway. Welcome everybody to this, nah, I don't like that one. (laughs) (laughs) I get mulligans, okay? Welcome everybody to this, nah, I don't know, I don't know. (laughs) Tim, you have to leave this in. It's going somewhere. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome everybody to this week's episode of Reclaimed Audio. Uh, good enough. This week's episode uh, is 153 for October 10th, 2018. This week's top Patreon supporters are Make Build Modify, Stu Morrison, The Godfather, Jimmy DeResta. <laughs> Scott Turner, Greg Mead, Chad Grossclaws, Shane Bronson, Keith Decent, Ryan Ridgley, Jeff Shaw, Infinite Craftsman, liquidrc.com, Mike Jeffcoat, Jim Bashirs, Brad Dudenhofer, Paul Jackman, the boys over at maybe I've said too much, John Made It, Barry Custom, Creator Nader, and a brand new $10 patron. Oh, I Gange- got this. What? I
1: got th- I got it if you want because I, I, there was a there was a question on whether I'd screw it up.
0: No, I, I have it, but you can elaborate. Uh, Gangi and Pop Pop Makerspace. <laughs> Thank you, both of you. Yeah. Say your thing, Bill.
1: No, I was just going to say, it's a word association. It's very easy to remember stuff like that. How to say it yeah, like well, Gangie properly. Because I was thinking like, for me, it was like, okay, how can I not screw this up? Because that was a concern. So what I did was I thought, okay, so if I think of Connecticut, that would make me remember that it's called Gangi and not Ganji or Gambi or something. Oh, why you ask? Well, Connecticut is where Tim lives, and Tim is my other podmate, and my other podmate is Phil, who you're kind of small a little bit. Like a hobbit, and hobbits live in the Shire, and there's like four of them in all the stories, at least. But they kind of hang together like a gang. So hobbits remind me of gangs, and then you say gangy,
0: and pop pop. Yeah, Is we that, we didn't ask actually. Also, uh, Tim, do we have any other uh, co-host possibilities on standby? Well, let's just get through this one. We'll talk. All right, fair enough. Okay, <clears throat> you can call me later. Yeah. Uh, by the way, you could have just gone with like gangly for Tim, who lives in Connecticut. <coughs> but you had to go all the way to Middle-earth <laughs> for, oh, me. I mean. <laughs> for being part of a gang of hobbits. Nice guy. What are we working on? Great friend, Bill? Um, I am,
1: I'm uh, building a salon, uh, pimping out a Honda, and doing a full-time day job.
0: So nothing. Tim, what are you doing? <laughs>
2: <laughs> a lot less than that. But uh, <laughs> um I'm still preparing for the guitar show which is October 14th in Wallingford, Connecticut, the northeastguitarexpo.com if anybody's in the area. So I've been sort of building a set for that and I'm going through all my guitars deciding which ones I'm going to bring. I don't think I'm going to bring them all. Um but uh I want to like I'm just kind of trying to do like a final setup on each one and get them all like just playing the best I can in the time I have and Stuff of like that, and uh, messing around with the laser a little bit. I put out a video uh, where I made my square. Um, I made one that was four times the size for Paul Jackman, um, and that was fun because I'm g- actually going to give one away. Uh, I made a couple of them, and um, I just made them out of plywood. But it, and I actually increased the scale on on the tool so the ruler's accurate. So like, mm-hmm. you know, all the, I changed all the numbers and stuff, and then printed out one that's four times the size of the original multi-tool that i invented and uh just you know made a joke out of it basically but um so i'm giving one away and the way you enter the contest is by leaving a comment that makes me laugh because i was trying to find something positive i am uh so i thought it'd be fun to have people like cracking jokes like just like leaving jokes in the comment thing so that's been fun so if anybody would like to leave a joke on my youtube page i would appreciate it and you might win a free piece of wood that's shaped like a square well it's not shaped like a square shaped like a pyramid
1: gang of hobbits Yeah, That's, anything else you're working Phil?
0: on, Tim? Or you no? Know?
1: So I, I got a question. No, seriously, you said you're working on a set. Are you talking about like, um, are you doing a playlist that you're going to play your instruments at this thing?
2: Like a set? No, I meant s- set like um, like a stage. Oh, actually, uh, you know, uh, okay, I got you.
1: But, well, it's because you have like a
2: booth area, and so everybody, like generally, you know, Phil knows he goes to these trade shows, and yeah. And generally speaking, you know, some, some of them are bigger trade shows like the you do, Phil, where the, you have like thousands of square feet or whatever. But then there's the typical one where they, you have like an eight-foot booth with like an eight-foot table or whatever and a, you mm-hmm. know, one of those horrible hotel curtains around it. And, and you hang your vinyl sign behind you and you stand there with your product. Um, oh. And that's – you know what I'm talking about, Phil. Oh, like I've no, done a,
0: more than my fair share of them I did a couple not too long ago.
2: Um, yeah. 60 so you by know,
0: thirty-inch tables—that's what those are—the standard tables.
2: Yeah, exactly. And so that's exactly what I don't want is because now what's going to happen at this guitar show is that everybody's going to be there with a sixty by thirty table. Some of them will have two because they pay twice as much, um, and they'll have their guitars on them and stuff. And I've built an entire set that so when you walk through, I'll, I have this section that will look completely different than everybody else's. I have a, like a six-foot tall wall that has my logo and a big red arrow on it with lights on it instead of a vinyl sign. And then instead of that big 60-inch table, I have one little 36-inch table that has one guitar, a laptop, and then pamphlets and stuff on it. Um, the guitar that I'm going to do the giveaway with is there, the laptop, so you can sign up for the giveaway. And then the, then I built this rack that my guitars are on, so the rest of the space is open, so people can actually walk in, is the nice. idea. Hope Hopefully. So it'll just uh, everybody else is going to have that, that hotel, banquet, buffet line tables, and then you get to my area, and it's totally different. And that's, that's the goal, and that's what I try to do in business in general, is is not necessarily be the best at something or be the most original, it's just be different, you know?
0: Hmm. Well, I think mission accomplished. Is that so, a cut?
1: If it's a what? six <laughs> foot...
0: <laughs> is that like a jab? <laughs> I don't even know.
1: Six foot wall that you built, you're taller than the wall, you could stand behind it and if I'm not mistaken, your eyes would just be over like Kilroy, just over the top of the...
0: You could Wilson it.
1: Yeah. yeah I'm not quite that
2: tall, but uh, I'm, I'm six foot two, but my eyes are few inches lower than the top of my head, so oh.
0: <laughs> but uh that's good because you look he's... kinda
1: weird on top of your head.
2: They they would. Maybe on some other planets that might be attractive. Maybe. I don't know. Jar Jar Binks. So what Maybe are we talking other... about? Stalks, eye stalks.
0: Misa turned to talk. Um let's oh. see here. Who got that? Anybody get that? I
1: got that Jar no. Jar. Good job. Is that well, Jar oh, Jar? Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh <laughs> You know the joke's funny <laughs> when <laughs>
1: You'll have, have to ask it. if
0: everyone got it. Yeah, because yeah. there was, and silence. we all say yes, we got it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, pathetic. Um, just just glued up some panels to do some uh, some rolling trays. That's that's really all I did this week. It was um, actual uh, Thanksgiving today. Some of you know it is Canadian Thanksgiving. The rest of us know it is real Thanksgiving. That was today. So. Uh, so we had dinner cuz it was also Monday. What are you What's that? What are
2: you celebrating?
0: What it, we are giving what, thanks for, for all that we have and we celebrate that. It's not just it's all not, about the it's Mayflower. Not based
2: on, it's not based on some historical event. I think event. something to
0: do with like trains. Trains? Trains. <laughs> the coming together of Canada is like a big transcontinental train or something. I don't know, it's not really important. The important part it's that I gave thanks, you know, and I'm appreciative of what we have, you know, uh, that kind of thing. And we went out for dinner my, for my uh, mother-in-law's birthday also. So, also, this week I'm flying up to North Carolina on Thursday, so for everybody who sent me a text and a tweet and a whatever about the meetup, I think I'm going to do it Thursday night, and uh, and I'll post it on social as far as where it is. But basically, it's in Greensboro. There's a little uh, – it's not so little. It's basically a pool hall. And I did it there last time, and Izzy came by. I don't think he's coming this time, so it's just just gonna be me. Um, and I th- we already have like three or four or five people who already want to come by and have fun. Anyways, it's a pool hall. There's beers. It's a lot of fun, and uh, and we'll we'll see what's what. So I'll post it on social, but it'll be this coming Thursday, and uh, and we'll do that.
1: You know, Mike Laffey lives in uh,
0: North Carolina. He sure does. What are we talking about this week? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> i will reach uh, out to
0: him. i would hope probably so. probably um yeah. let's see if there's time so this week's topic is Oh, i got busy i got busy oh, sorry yeah it's real busy <laughs> yeah, yeah. all right meetups calling all mind. those other
2: people i invited to <laughs> is he in north carolina <laughs> i think he's in south carolina no i don't know he's in no
0: he makes fun I don't of know. south carolina yeah
1: he's in north carolina
0: I think he must be in like Raleigh Durham or something Or maybe Charlotte I don't remember Anyways I'm like four hours away in Greensboro Well let's look um, up his address
1: And we can announce it on the podcast
0: He has mentioned where I'm not divulging any secrets No I, I, have, I just want to put his week. address want to On
1: the it? podcast yeah. There'll be like eight people that knows where he lives
0: <laughs> But um uh, Happy little accidents Happy little accidents So what does that mean um, there are a lot of times where something, you know, you could take a multiple, you know, meanings. One, you know, you accidentally, I don't know, you you did some chip out on a piece of wood, or you ground away too much metal on a project, and you actually notice that it enhances it, and it makes it look better. So you're like, oh, well, that was that was a nice little, you know, adding that chamfer, or maybe shortening up that piece, or Doing something that happened accidentally makes it a nicer aesthetic move or for whatever reason, if you were going to make it to four legs and you ruined one of the spun legs, it's actually better as a three-legged object or something like that. And also maybe talking about actual accidents like where, you know, something – had you got a piece of kickback on a cheap table saw that you bought because you wanted to get into the game and it made you realize, oh, man – that was super dangerous, and maybe I should buy a better tool and ultimately get better results from that tool, such as a table saw. So that's the kind of thinking that went into this topic as far as, uh, you know, what that means. And then I thought maybe we could share some of those stories.
1: I like it. Okay. I, I, I I think there's a, a lot of different things that can mean everything you said and just lessons learned and, you know, yeah. where are they now type things Yeah. Now.
0: Well, that – so that last thing that I said was uh, – believe it or not, I know this sounds crazy, but that actually happened to me. Well, that was my first uh, table saw. was an old skill saw, like one of those, like, really rickety kind of, you know, universal uh, motor – you know, it was just one of those cheap ones. The Ryobis, yeah. they're, they're all like that, right? Plastic so the direct drive yeah. plastic units, not the DeWalt or the Bosch or whatever, like the nice ones. I'm talking about the ones that you could pick up for $99 on sale, you know? So yeah. I, but I got, let up getting it for like, uh, sorry, ended up getting it for 40 bucks on Craigslist. Um, and it got me started in the game. You know, I was making, I don't know. What was I making boxes or something out of pallet? Wood? I don't know. Anyway, something similar to what I'm doing now, but obviously they're, they're much nicer now. Um, but it really gave me a a taste for it, but just felt really not safe. And uh, so I didn't take too many risks on it as far as creativity or design or anything. You couldn't even make a zero clearance insert for it. So like really to do dados, even if you did multiple cuts, eventually you got to a point where it just sort of was felt unsafe. I don't know if it actually was, but at the time it felt unsafe. And, uh, And I got a piece of kickback at one point, but it wasn't anything bad, just, but it spooked me. So I was like, okay, you know what? This thing's gots to go. And uh, and so I sold it for 80 bucks, and then I bought, uh, like, a real cast iron tabletop, like an old uh, 80s Delta contractor saw. And that was a much, much better saw. I still maintain that for anybody getting into making and wants to get a table saw, like, there is no cheaper, better way than getting one of these old cast iron contractor saws and then slapping on a modern-day fence onto it. I think that is, mm-hmm. like the best way for let's say 300 bucks yeah. you're in oh yeah
2: you can pick them up for 100 bucks all day in working condition oh, oh yeah, yeah. The, i mean the, you, the, you can the pick up for 50, bucks, 50, the fence bucks. Too.
0: 50 yeah. bucks
1: it might be yeah. old and rusty and you have to clean it um but
0: yeah 50 there. bucks
2: are the one you have to clean the rust off yourself yeah. 100 bucks someone's already cleaned it for
0: you right yeah. yeah so mine mine was 100 bucks i had one of those yeah. old uh jet fences you know like with the round bar and it doesn't yeah. clamp it clamps in the front and in the back anyways it was Awful. Didn't work properly. But then I replaced it up for one of these like Beesmeyer clones from Taiwan, which was 250 bucks. It was like a birthday present I gave myself one year. So for $350 Canadian, I had like a great saw. I was very happy with it. The only the only thing that wasn't that, that I really needed to upgrade was the dust collection. Didn't work well on it because obviously the whole back is open and there are things you can do, but anyways I didn't we'll close the back. You know. You can close the back <laughs> off. Yeah. Um What else didn't I like about it? It was a little underpowered for some of the stuff that I was doing. And I don't know how some people do this because I could never figure it out. But how do you butt the saw up against uh, your outfeed table if you've got that motor hanging on the back? Yeah, you have to build a table around it, I guess.
1: If you got, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm sorry. What was that?
0: How do you build an outfeed table that butts up against the saw if you've got the contractor motor hanging out the back?
1: Well, this, the tabletop doesn't have to be as low as the motor, right? Like, my, my workbench right here could butt up against my table saw if a motor was sticking out of the back because the, the ends are open.
0: Yeah, but I don't know. I don't, it didn't work for me, like the height. Because, oh, because I used my, my Rubo bench, so the top was pretty thick. So yeah. It, it wouldn't yeah. It that would clear it.
1: There's your problem. Don't yeah. use a Rubo bench yeah. for an outfit table. Yeah, I table. guess so
0: anyway so yeah. now i have a more of a hybrid cabinet saw and so obviously the motor's on the inside and dust collection is not an issue and power is great and it butts up against the bench so those were all the things that yeah. i fixed so you know from where i was to where i am now was a happy little accident you know like i felt a, i guess i felt a little unsafe <laughs> because of that kickback and so then i i made my way onto this this journey of getting uh what i consider to be a dream saw
1: you know in that along that same vein um This is kind of related, but my table saw is the rigid 61, whatever, I don't know, everybody, people love it or hate it. I love it. Um, And it was because of an accident that I got it because somebody had gotten, it was a, it was a um, crushed container. Somebody shipped back, they got it to their house. The the box was all smashed on one side. So they sent it back. I got Mm -hmm. it for like 300 bucks. And there was nothing wrong with it because of the uh, the horrible styrofoam on the inside of it actually did its job. But anyway, um, talk about, I was just doing the other day, I posted these pictures of some two by fours that I did some really tall rip cuts through that to make like a, I'm, I'm gonna use it for like trim. but So the two by fours got like a two and a half inch rip down. Like if you stood it up on end, you rip it and then cut about a half inch from the other side. So I got this L shape. Mm-hmm. But anyway, mm-hmm. Uh, I did it in about four or five passes for four of these two-by-fours, and they're fairly wet. I mean, I got, you know... standard yeah, two-by-fours are the worst, right? fresh out but of the store. But saw, because I, I, I did, like I said, about five passes, but this rigid just ate through that with my blade that I've had for like four years on this thing. I was so, hmm. so impressed with that thing. And then I posted a picture and said, you know, you have to pay more money when you get the L-shaped two-by-fours.
0: But, um... Yeah. <laughs>
1: But that, but that's a uh, that's definitely a happy accident. If you're looking into buying tools, look for damaged, um, uh, you know, open box, damaged containers, things like that, because that's exactly how I got it. Somebody ordered one, got to their house, they didn't, they just did, they refused to take it because the box was crushed on one side, and then ended up on the floor of the uh, at the Home Depot for three hundred something bucks for a 6 score. saw. Yeah, huge score. Yeah, that's a great score.
0: Yeah. I have another example of something similar. If you go to the um, the scrap bin or whatever next to the, you know where they, you can take your sheet goods at Home Depot or whatever and they'll cut them down for you. Yep. A lot of the times I will check that whatever bin because they'll have done a cut for a wrong measurement. And then the customer's like, no, 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 I don't want that. You did it yep. wrong. Yep. They still have to sell it off, but they sell it off for dirt cheap. So you can get, let's say uh, a whole sheet of plywood that's just cut to funny dimensions. For like ten bucks,
1: they sell a lot of uh, cull lumber that way too. Like you know, it's yeah, the, they're warped, bent, or the edges. Yeah, you know, sheet of plywood that's, would, that's been pie. dropped on yeah. the corner. You know, it's all
0: crunched yep. So it's yeah. a happy little accident, you know that you know that basically yeah. it happened to somebody else, but you get to reap the benefit of it. So I, I like to check that kind of stuff for deals. Yeah, yeah. What about you, Tim? What's an example of a happy little accident that you could think of?
2: Vance, uh, well. No, he wasn't an accident. Um, there were... One uh, listens. <laughs> <laughs> um, there are two, two ways I was thinking about that, that concept. One is uh, in making. And uh, the one accident I can think of that I've, I've done more than once, um, but it's actually kind of cool, is uh, when you're... It's just making a mistake cutting, right? Like you mm-hmm. cut something too short. Um, or you you, know, you drill you drill through it like you weren't supposed to. You're trying to drill, and you, you, know, you go all the way through and stuff. And I find that a lot of times when I make these accents, of course, when it first happens, you're angry, and you're swearing at yourself, and you know, you're like, oh, I just screwed up all my work. But then what you have to do is you have to find a solution. And, mm. and, I, and that's what attracts me to making in the first place is problem-solving, right? So now it's, you know, here's a solution. Like, um, this is something, uh, the latest batch of guitars I've made, I've been making them very thin because I was into making them very thin. And there's this one part where you have to drill... A, a, a hole at an angle from beneath your bridge into your electronics cavity to ground the, the electronics to the bridge so you don't have any buzzes and so you, you, there's just you have to do it by hand there's no way to do it a, you know like a slight angle and uh, I've done it more than once now because I'm making these things so thin and you're trying to get to this long distance where I, I, I drill through the guitar like and, it, and the hole comes out the bottom because I'm like I couldn't get the angle right you know yeah. so now I got a hole at the bottom, the bottom of my guitar and what I did to fix it is I cut a butterfly and put a butterfly in you know Uh, so it's cool so you flip the back of the guitar around there's this butterfly there it's like oh what a cool little detail but the reason it's there is because i screwed up (laughs) you know (laughs) nobody needs to know that of course but people just look at the back it's like oh how nice you put a butterfly on the back just you know it's a pretty little thing like a little decoration you know or something so that was the 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 first thing that popped into my mind is that the the, sometimes the solutions you have for the problems are better than the product
1: was before the problem turn it into a feature yeah turn that accident yeah turn turn your
2: accident into a feature yeah Yeah.
1: i've done that on on a Tabletop one time uh, commission piece years ago somebody wanted like a I don't know six foot table for whatever reason I cut it like five and a half feet and I'm like oh man so I got to do a glue up because I was using expensive wood but anyway I'm like well I'll do a glue up on this side and on that side and actually make it look intentional mm. so it's kind of like a breadboard end you know ended up yeah. ended up so, and I made it like I did that on purpose and the customer was right, oh that's great yeah yeah dang I'm good I'm doing good <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh,
2: I have a guitar that has a breadboard. On it because of that. I, like uh, when I was, I was laminating the wood, and I just messed up a measurement. The wood that I had was wasn't long enough, so I so I put a breadboard on the back of the guitar. I was like, "Why not?" You know, that's what I would have done on the table, like you. And it's a cool feature. It's like I've never seen a guitar like that before.
1: You know, there's I mean, there's some things that people will never see uh, um, that you can still like. Uh, when I built the styling stations for Casey Salon, I, I at the bottom of anyway, I I did a routered. Uh, edge on one of them, like an Ogie or whatever you call it. Right. So I did this routed yeah. edge on it. I built the second one and I forgot to do that. So now I have one that has nothing on it. So I thought, well, on the third one, I'll make it a different one. So I'll, if anybody, yeah. nobody would notice this little detail, but if anybody does, I'll say this one has an Ogie, this one has nothing. And this one has the, you know, um, under curve or whatever you call it. So, yeah, I mean, sometimes yeah. it uh, forces, you know, forces you to have to, like you said, come up with a solution and uh, make it look like it's on purpose.
2: That's, it's like uh, th- There's a musician saying I think it was Jimmy Page That said it It's like If you ever play a wrong note You just keep playing it Until it sounds right And that's kind of like What you do It's like if you If you made a mistake On one And then you went back And did it right On the next Or you copied If it's two and one It's not right But if it's three different Then it's right You know Yes
0: yeah. That is pretty scary But I agree with you <laughs> <laughs> Just keep hammering that drum Until People start marching with you Right <laughs>
2: This is rock and roll we're talking about, so, I mean...
0: You gotta oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, like... And it doesn't always have to be an aesthetic thing, also, that, like... I agree with you. The reason I love making also is for the problem-solving. And and I'm not, like, messing up on purpose to have an opportunity to problem-solve. But... <laughs> you don't need to. <laughs> yeah, they just seem to <laughs> pop up. Yeah. But, like, you know, just interesting things. Like, if I... A lot of times... Well, I've come up with some interesting ones. So, I had... um a piece of wood that I cut too short that was meant to be a, uh, a border for a, a lid of a box. And, you know, when you're working with reclaimed, like, really, the wood you have is the wood you have. Like, you can't really go out and buy more. Otherwise, it really won't match and it won't go with, especially if it's coming from... Anyway, so I landed up um, cutting the piece too short, but then creating a groove in it and then gluing it all together and using a, a really big, long spline. And it's just like, where did I come up with this? I can't believe it worked. No one will ever notice it. I could just do a happy dance on my own, even though the customer won't see it. And I guess that's ultimately the biggest reward is that no one will notice and it'll still be strong. Um, so I've done things like that. Uh, you know, when I when I make the... If I've accidentally cut the width of a part too long and I sort of laminate, glue to, uh, laminate wood to it, and again, because it's stained, you never see it. These are all like these small victories that we sort of just do our little happy dance with, and then walk away. So, you're su- like you said, you're super upset at first. You know, you curse yourself out. You come mm. up with a great strategy that looks great. Um, maybe it's not a feature. Maybe it just sort of blends in, and that maybe is even more of a victory, I don't know, or a different one anyway. And, uh, you know, so that that's always exciting for me, is to be able to walk away from one of these, you know, unscathed. It's a fun fun little adventure. When
2: you, when you don't have to go to the store. Yeah. That's like, that's like one of those things. Or you don't have to start over. You know, like no, yeah, even, when you just salvage it,
0: that's the bigger one.
1: Well, it's also just looking back on it. You're building up a mental portfolio of, of experience that yes. that that will save oh, your yeah. butt in the future. Yeah. You're you're in the middle of a project and you're like, oh man, I remember this one time when I did that thing. I'm not going to do that. This, I mean, it just comes back automatically. You know, it's yes, like muscle, muscle memory. memory. Yeah, you know, but yeah, all the mistakes that you make do get filed away in your in your uh, in your emotional and mental. Repertoire of things to do, say, and
0: feel. I like to call Uh, it my portfolio of nonsense.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I have a wall of that in my shop. Like, I hang the stuff on the wall, you know. Uh, On the business side of things, it was the other direction I was thinking about with this. And the same sort of thing happened because sometimes you make some bad business decisions. Like, you get that job and you say, Yeah, I can do that for $50. And then 17 hours later, you know you live and learn But those Those are the accents Like you were just saying You know Bill About them You know how it goes In your tool bag For mm-hmm. for the future But I was thinking about one That happened You know where there's The learning lessons But then there's also A financial reward um, I was Back when I started My Etsy store One of the things I used to make Was i take all my little cutoffs of reclaimed wood And um, I'd make those Balancing wine bottle holders You know where it looks Like the bottle's gonna fall But it won't because of science You know yeah,
0: <laughs> And I used to make Them all like Funky reasons. shapes
2: yeah, because math, you know, but um, so I'd make them these kind of funky shapes, and all, you know, everyone was unique, and I'd sell them for like nine bucks or something, you know, and uh, and someone asked me they wanted to buy. I, I sold several times. I sold large batches of them to people, and then they would resell them for like eighteen dollars or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, whatever, more power to you. But which is also where I started to get my distaste for retail. But um, so one guy ordered twenty five of them. Um, so I'm like, great. So I made twenty five of them. And then he just flaked. He just never. Oh. I never got a, I never got a security deposit. You know, I never got... I mean, it's not... It was a couple hours of my time. It wasn't like some huge deal. But I learned that lesson there before it was, uh, you know, $2,000 armoire. You know right, what I mean? Right, Like yes. that... Like, th- that's why you take a security deposit. Like, that's why you get a commitment. But on the plus side of that was I, I made the deal with him. I was making 25 of them for like $8 a piece or $7 piece. Well, I don't remember the numbers. It was, you know, 10 years ago. But um, I ended up just listing them all on my Etsy store and selling them all for 10 bucks a piece and making way more money than I would have if I had sold them in bulk to him.
0: You Jackpot. Know. Yeah.
2: Not way more. I mean, we're still only talking, you know, 50 bucks, but still, it's $50 more hey, than I would have made. money's but, money. Yeah, exactly. You know. Well, somet- better sometimes, in your pocket
1: somewhere else. Sometimes we benefit from other people's little mistakes too. Um, and this is kind of a, another weird roundabout way of saying it, but uh, Casey's business partner accidentally volunteered me to, dress up a first aid box and yeah. and it's like you know oh yeah bill can make you one no problem and then I'm just like oh man I got so much going on I gotta get this done how much oh yeah okay I'll do that so I mean they ended up pricing it for me I didn't have to do that when they told me the price that I was gonna get paid for doing it. I'm like okay I'll make two if she wants to hey, I'll make yeah. Two. but yeah it's just I mean and we, we had to talk about it and she's you know knows try not to volunteer me to build things for people but In that case, it was really a simple project that paid well.
2: Yeah.
0: Some of the mistakes I've learned is despite how good the money is, if the time frame is too tight, don't do it. I've gotten caught having to do like all-nighters and like the hot air gun to get finished to, to drive faster. And it's not fun. It's really not fun. And as much as I would love to have the money, sometimes I just have to say no to things.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like that's a lesson that you need to learn, Phil, because you're someone that Bring really handle on both ends. You have a lot going on, in your yeah. Life, and I yeah. feel like you have a hard time saying no because you want to make everybody happy. Yes, but <laughs> at what expense,
0: right? <laughs> me. so When you try to make everybody me. happy,
2: when you try to make every and your family, when you try to make everybody happy, sometimes you make nobody happy.
0: You know? Yeah,
2: um, and that's that's a tough lesson to learn. You know, when you get old, like Bill, you'll.
0: <laughs> well, I have plenty of time for that. <laughs>
1: that's this is uh, somewhat what our our new best friend and patron was saying about um, <clears throat> backing off a little bit before uh, before something mm. breaks. Same thing, it's yeah. Point. If, yeah, you know that that's uh, definitely. I mean, I'm I'm trying to balance that right now seriously because I'm I've got three kind of major projects. Well a day job and two major projects going on with multiple things going on in each one of them. And, uh, it's just, you just can't, you can't run yourself ragged, you know, trying to accomplish everything. You'll get more done the next day. If you got rested by doing less the, the day before, you know? Yeah
2: and you know with like, with you Phil it's you know it's a source of income but it's not your main source of income what happens when you kind of get into the world that I'm in where you're doing this sort of freelance gig economy work like it's feast or famine sometimes and sometimes you get like just stuck where it's like it all just lands at once like I just had a month ago yeah. um, and it's like you know but then like you try to Remember that, like, why you're in it. Like, okay, well, you know, I'm gonna be slow. so You know, it's gonna, and then not, not rush back into that. You know, try to, try to find a balance in it too. You
0: know, I feel like I would just keep taking as much as I possibly could during the feast portion because of, I know the famine is coming. I gotta, I gotta take everything I possibly can. I gotta be the ant. You know, the grasshopper is the guy who basically starved to death, right?
2: Yeah, but you know what? What um? What I, one way I combat that is. Because it is it is tough. I don't say no, but I, I give a realistic timeline. Someone contacts me, I say yes, I would love to do that, but I you know I, I can't start it until November. And and people are looking to get something custom made, like they understand like they don't really want the guy that's like oh I can do that tomorrow because I got nothing going on. They yeah. want the guy that's in demand anyways. So I, I um and every every time I <laughs> this is a little thing of mine too. Like if I think someone's going to take me a week, I tell people it's going to take me two weeks.
1: Yeah, I'm padded up. Doing that. Absolutely, yeah. I
2: always do that. Always do that because then I'm always early instead of late.
0: You know, so my or problem, worst case
2: scenario, my time.
0: My my problem is that my customer base. And I've talked about this before, and the great thing about it is that it's for gifts and people pay more. But the the other the other edge of that double edged sword is that there's hard deadlines, right? Yeah, they it's, can't it's wait an until event. It's month. a
1: birthday. It's it, an anniversary. Yeah. It's a wedding. It's yeah, yeah.
0: Right there. I mean, yeah. oh, okay. Well, and sure. And I'll get my gift prepared. a month later. Sure.
2: They were prepared to to ask you for it a month ago because they're behind. So now, it's yeah, exactly. F-
0: uh, uh, you, could you yeah. rush me? To, when do you need it? Uh, three days from now. Oh, oh, good. Have you I thought about doing sleep.
1: a um um just like shipping something? You know, you can pay more to get it faster. Have you thought about doing a tiered thing like rush delivery? You know, like one day shipping is like five times the amount of you know regular ground or yeah. whatever.
0: I have done that. I have done it where it was like an obscenely short notice. I will significantly upcharge for that, just because it's so much stress on me. But if it take if it's anywhere near the normal amount of time, even if it's a little faster, I don't charge anymore.
2: Hmm.
0: Yeah, and you're a hero, you know. Right. Like if they want it like delivered inside of a week, you're good. There's going to be an upcharge because it's a custom box, custom message. It's got to be packaged and shipped and delivered to you inside of a week, including a weekend. Yeah, you're getting charged.
1: But
2: I, see, I, I don't think I would even. I don't even think I'd take that customer. Like if you know, I mean, depending upon like if it's Sunday night and they need it by the next Saturday, and I know I have nothing going on Monday, I can make it Monday and ship it Tuesday. Yeah, I would take it. But like if if I had other stuff going on, I don't think I.
1: In the same vein, Tim, where you said that like people don't want somebody. You know, hey, sure, I'll do it. I got all the time in the world. They'd rather have somebody who's busy, right? In the same vein of mm-hmm. that, if you have it listed on your Etsy store, the different time frames that, and how much it costs up front so people know what they're getting into it's like oh I you know I want to have this guy make me a, a whiskey box for a wedding in a week and I look at you can see there's a chart there you know anything within seven yeah. days is going to be a, it's almost like a selling point too.
0: I yeah. kind of like that because maybe people think that they see I think I put three or four weeks for delivery time Right. maybe people see that and don't bother a lot of people do ask can you do it faster but maybe a lot of people right. just don't ask the question and are just turned off by that yeah. Which, you know, again, another double edged sword. Maybe I don't want that business, but then again. Because what if you get four
2: bit. of them on Sunday and they're all due the next Saturday? Like, that could really. Well, at some point, but you're you could have make to... only one available, have it as a listing.
1: Yeah. I, I right? mean, mm. but just have it in part of the description of your store is like, look, rush deliveries are going to cost, you know, there's a $50 surcharge mm. for a rush like or something. I kind of like that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I kind of like that a lot, actually. Yeah. No, yeah.
1: And no.
2: it, it also makes you look more experienced in the business. Like, right. You know, it's like. It's like when you get a legal contract, the reason all that stuff is in there is because it, it happened. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so you have the experience and the wisdom to put it in the contract. And as your store grows and your business grows, obviously you have more understanding of what may happen. And you address them. It shows you you're experienced and, and knowledgeable.
0: For sure. Well, anytime you see a sign, it's because somebody did the thing that yeah, sign says not it. to do. Yeah, exactly. You know what?
1: Yeah. I, when I, I cannot the, On the back of the microwave, do not dry pets. Come on. Really? There's a sign, you look on yeah, the back of your microwave, you know, someone there's did. a sign that says, do not dry pets. Yep.
2: Yeah. They didn't put it there because they just thought, the they didn't have the idea in the factory when they made that microwave that, hey, I have an idea, let's stick a gerbil in there. They didn't think that. Someone else did. The, the geniuses that came up with microwaves weren't the ones sticking gerbils in there. Wasn't it a yeah. microwave We're an accident?
1: Weren't they trying to make something with sound and end up making some, a uh, guy's Hershey chocolate bar melted or something? I heard that on a podcast, I think.
2: Yeah, it was, um... I heard that, too. must have been the same podcast. I don't know. It was in the 40s.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, there, it wasn't it was, sound. It was,
2: Maybe it was sound. I,
1: I think it was something. Um, it, it was either sound or trying to make communications. And the guy was in think, the military. Yeah, I think it was radar. And he had a, right. yeah. a chocolate bar, and they were blasting this microwave like from one corner. He was in the way of it. And he's like, whoa, my chocolate bar is all melty. And they realized that's how a microwave yeah. works. And six weeks later, he died of horrible tumors.
0: <laughs> no, that's not true. No. <laughs> no. yeah, That doesn't no, that's not happen not at all. No, I but know, it was communication. Which I also
1: learned in that podcast. It, it, it takes you like six months before you get, you know. Of, being of
0: like solid <clears throat> exposure.
1: I swear to God, this is so cute. Casey, we have uh, the, our cats eat up on the counter. It's just they always have. We have their bowls up there. The dog's on the floor. But Casey refuses to let me use the microwave if the cat's on the counter anywhere near it. when they, When they're eating, I'm like, it doesn't work that way. I want to heat up my coffee. She's like, no, Simon's eating. I'm like, oh,
0: hurry up, cat. Simon says it's fine. Yeah, Simon says. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That is funny. Yeah.
2: All right. We got anything else to address with um, accidents? Any other angles? Happy little accidents?
0: Mm, Let me see here. Any other accidents? uh, We talked about the kids being accidents. Did we make (laughs) that joke? (laughs) We
1: did. did Oh, yeah. That joke was made. We
0: did that already? Okay. So maybe not an
1: accident. What about bumping into somebody like literally uh, at a, at a meetup or something like that, or it's not really an accident, but you meet by chance and it turns out to be something really cool.
0: Well, I met up with Izzy like that last year, maybe it was the year before. I don't remember any, he was like doing an all night drive from like Michigan right. to South Carolina. And I was like, yeah, I'm having a meetup. And Izzy's like, I'll come by. I was like, okay, good one. And he's like, no, 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 I'll be there in 10 hours. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like one of the best nights ever. First of all, I got to meet like a hero of mine. Second of all, I actually like not only meet, but we had to hang out for like a couple hours and like really talk. And it was, it was amazing. What
1: did you think about the physics lesson?
0: I'm not sure I got a physics lesson. What are you referring to?
1: Didn't you see that gigantic, powerful man step out of a little tiny Prius? That there's got to be physics. a truck at the
0: time. Oh,
1: yeah, because that's the Prius. He's got a Prius. I don't know.
0: I know he has, but I don't know if he had at the time. I honestly don't remember what he. I thought it was a truck that he drove in. I'm pretty sure it was a truck at the time. We'll just say it's a truck. It's cooler. Let's say a truck. <laughs> <laughs> that was you. <laughs> yeah, I've yeah, been a, a guy at. Never
2: mind. A guy at. A kid birthday party. Vance's buddy and like I know the, the we know them pretty well. And there's a guy there and i have seen him before. His the kids are at the party, you know, he's there with the kids or whatever, and said hi to him. But then just the last party, I mean, I seen the guy like, three four times. The last party we started talking. He's like, so what do you do? And it's like, oh, I I make stuff. And he's like, oh yeah. And he's like, yeah, I like to do that too. And he starts pulling out his phone, showing me all these like amazing things he made. Like he like welds and fabricates and he does custom choppers and,
0: and, and, uh, Tim's and all like, this stuff. I don't have any he's pictures. Like, Oh, I meant, I meant out of construction paper. I got to go buy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I was like,
2: no, I mean, like, you know, I make financial decisions at a big bank, you know. Exactly. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it was a like, super cool guy. i been kids. by my shop a couple times now and stuff, too, you know. Um, so that's, like, that thing, too, like, because there is that sort of isolation of being a maker that's broken down on the Internet or whatever in recent years. But, but like, the, there's, like, a prime example of, like, how many people are out there that you actually have all this stuff in common with, but if you're sort of introverted like I am, you don't, you don't even know it, you know. It's, it's Everybody could be your next best friend. You know? Not agree. only that, we
0: but need I some mean, kind just of a pin to identify ourselves as part of it. You know, like a secret society pin. But just being social—the so next swag. Yeah,
2: Dips. the swag. Being I think we have. Well, there is the I Make Car Club. That's kind of a big pin. Yeah, but
0: only like fifty <laughs> people could be in it. Sixty-one. Yeah, well, count the province. The, the, cool,
2: the cool people. You know,
0: there's more than sixty-one of us. <laughs> and Pat Lapp got the one for Quebec. Quebec just got vanity plates, and he got I Make. I'm so pissed.
2: Yeah, Maker's probably still available.
0: It probably. That's I might the other one. Because there's I, two
2: clubs. Yeah. If I wanna. If, yeah. I wanna spend if your, your wife lets you? <sighs> yeah.
0: If I want to spend the money. <laughs> Which means if my wife lets me. Yeah.
2: I know. <laughs> you can get one rush job, uh, wedding whiskey box. You're all it's set. It's true. It's just true. That
0: plate. <laughs> You're grooming your beard. No, I feel that's the sign wait, what? that you want to say. You yes, have something I'm to say? No, no, I forgot what it was. Oh, because it's so oh. long since you had a chance to speak. Yeah, I know. Where are you it's going to shame?
1: It's called stepping on. Like when we, I used to have a CB when I was a kid in our car, and you call it stepping on people. When Anyways, you talk over. No,
0: <laughs> <laughs> you were stepping on and stepping on. Oh. oh goodness! I'm sorry, Phil. Oh. oh, good Did times, we step gentlemen. On good times.
1: No, I'm I'm I feel fully stomped.
0: I guess. (laughs) Are we done? Mark
1: mark your calendars.
0: Yeah, Uh, mark your calendars.
2: Unless unless Bill wants to, you know, stop being upset and say whatever he's going to say,
1: we're done. No, I seriously, I forgot. I'm not sure what
0: I was going to say.
2: Oh, it's because your med fridge is in the other room.
0: (laughs) (laughs) At a chilly (laughs) forty-eight. Uh, you know 48. what time that is? That means that it's time for the old iTunes review review.
2: Ooh, anything new? I don't think we had any any new ones.
0: That means we can reach last back week? a little. That can't be true.
2: What about then? We have a European one that you didn't do, or a Canadian one?
0: European. I'm a PN. Uh Let me see here. Let's take a look. See, I'm the old to. the old college try here. Hey, you know what sounds good? Dead air. Yeah. Know. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's All right. Good. Well, then I, I
1: I do remember the story. So you keep looking, Phil. Um, Casey, when she was looking for a place to lease because she's moving her salon, went to this space and was talking to the owner. And it, it's like two separate spaces he's trying to lease out. They've been vacant for a while. And she really liked it. So she told the guy. And the guy's like, well, you know, g- going to get back to me. I don't know. And anyway, she said, I tell you what. You give me a good deal and I will rent that other space for you. I have somebody. I will get somebody in that space for you by the end of the day. And because she happened to know, because she's just social and she knows people, she knew somebody that was actually looking for another space to open up a cupcake store, called that person like, heck yeah, we'd love to do it right there. So they're going to be... Anyway, the guy was blown away. She called him back, says, here, here's the phone number. Call this lady. She wants to sign a lease for your other spot. And she got a great deal on her space because seriously just like that she's like I'll rent it this guy hasn't leased it in like a year it's been bacon and she's like I'll rent it by the end of the day 24 hours yeah (laughs) by the end of the no it was like it was like 20 minutes literally 20 minutes
0: yeah but that's San Fran right no it's in Oakland it's basically the same thing at this part the Bay Area yeah okay what's that got to do with it though two sides of the bridge hot market hot market
1: but it was vacant for a year. What I'm saying is just connections Uh-oh. and knowing people and being social. Where you know she ate a cupcake one day at this place is called James and the Giant Cupcake, and it's actually an artisan cupcake shop. This lady is kind of getting world renowned for her. Wow. Know, design, and got to talking with her and knows her, knows she's looking for a space. It, anyway, happy little accidents. Huh.
0: Happy little accident. Great a cupcake, name for a cupcake a shop.
1: cupcake got her a good deal <laughs> on a on a lease space. So that's what I'm building out now. See? Yeah. Serendipity.
0: Yeah. Oops. Who's yeah. Saren? <laughs> by the way, uh, that's the name of the ice cream store that I'm going to be launching. It's called Sarah and Dippity.
2: <laughs> okay.
0: Because you can dip the chocolate in. Anyways, yeah. I can tell Thanks. by the looks on your faces you think it's a great idea. Um, oh, yeah. All right. I so have, going back to April. To what are you saying?
2: Oh, okay. Going back to April.
0: Yes, there's a Canadian I wonder if you pick
2: the same one as me. Is it a Canadian one?
0: Yeah. Well, I figure okay. it's one you're not going to see. Yeah. All right, go ahead. It's by uh, Word the Barbarian, and the subject is Got Me Hooked. And it goes uh, something like this. I just started listening to your podcast, so I am currently on episode 13, but this is amazing. I love hearing your experiences and the projects you're building. Phil is making a bench? I really hope that it continues, as I really want to keep listening <laughs> to the next hundred and ten episodes and oh, more. It did. Yeah, that continues. It was about hundred and ten episodes with a yeah. something like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, very inspiring, excellent advice, and great conversations, Drew. Very nice. Yeah. It's a good that was, one. That was a good one.
2: Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna read one here because I went back to April 25th. This is from the American market. Five hundred miles per hour. what?
0: April 25th, 2018. The How did you re-
2: see that already? Oh, because your list has both? Of course.
0: Okay, I thought you had just a Canadian
2: list in front of I can't no, no, Yeah, no. but that's, the reason I picked April 25th is because that's the day between my birthday and Vance's birthday, and we call it the Daddy Vance Tri-Day because it's the third day. It was like this thing we made up when he was like three. But um, So this is the, the Tri-Day review, uh, and it's the show is a miracle from heaven, and we were talking about trying to use more... more um, <coughs>
0: you think think that was blessings uh, and were they being serious or i guess we'll uh, we'll listen to find out go ahead
2: yeah (laughs) ladies and gentlemen the time has come to turn in your cable boxes sell your tvs and tune into this awesome podcast uh they the this will be the only entertainment your mind can handle in one sitting join the cool kids and sign up for the Rapcast, r.a.p as in reclaimed audio podcast i like that i never even thought of that, that we actually have an acronym and buckle up for the ride of your life or something like that. Great job, guys. I don't think he's being sarcastic because there's five stars, so I'll take it. All right, but but in yeah. that
1: same vein, I'd like to read one from uh, May 23rd of this year. And the only reason I did that is because we've asked people recently. It's like, look, we don't care what you say. Please just leave a five-star review. Say what you want. And this guy did. Under the name of Rube, it says, five stars, I break for trash cans. I'm good with that. <laughs> that was the review. I I break for trash cans. Yeah, that's so fine. Thank you, everybody, for uh, that's a good one. All, all the time you take to write these thoughtful reviews. Five stars. That's all we care. Say what you want.
0: We we appreciate it very much. Yeah. So we
1: appreciate the five stars. We appreciate you. I love you and your stars. <laughs> Correct.
0: Yeah. Um. Okay. So what's next on the old. Uh, what what grabbed, inspired you? Yeah, what grabbed your attention this week, Tim? Um, Banksy, you know. Yeah, you hear I saw about that. that. How cool was that? Oh my god, I love it. Tell I mean, us, obviously, for those of us who don't know what we're yeah. So,
2: if, if you don't know who Banksy is, he's is a street artist. He's uh, somewhat controversial and he's very anti-establishment kind of a guy. He does graffiti art. Sometimes he does graffiti on buildings. People rip the building apart and take the wall and try and sell it that's the kind of stuff that really upsets guys like Banksy because he doesn't want rich people getting rich off his art. So at recent auction, there was a, a artist framed uh, print or original, you know, painting of his is kind of an iconic picture sold for like 1.37 million. And as soon as the gavel went down and they said sold, the thing started beeping and the print fell through the bottom of the frame and shredded on its way down. He destroyed the art as soon as the money like was exchanged, which is, I mean, obviously there was, you know, he had lots of people helping him make this all happen and stuff, and Banksy's like, a, he's a mystery nobody knows who he is, except for people deep in the art world, but I just loved that message, I just thought that was brilliant uh, and, and entertaining to all heck <laughs> except that
0: now it's worth even more than it was yeah, for.
2: which, you know, and he I'm sure figured all that out too but, yeah, what yeah. It's, but what's more important is, is the, the, the message, message yeah. you know that he put out there and it, the people that, excuse me, the people that are going to want to buy the pieces, the slivers and stuff, are not the people he's communicating to. And, you know, that's, he knows
0: that. Oh, it's not all the way shredded. It's just partially yeah, no. shredded. Yeah. So, but still, like, that's. And the whole mechanism was very cool. Very well oh, thought it was out. Brilliant. Very well done. Yeah, because yeah. it was like a real
2: maker piece. I mean, I, I was, saw the you know, on his Instagram channel, he showed like a very
0: yeah. quick thing about He tweeted mess. it out. As soon as yeah. like the gavel went down, like you said, you tweeted out something like "uh oh" or something like that. I don't remember what it was, but it was a very cool yeah. moment in pop culture. Yeah, yeah, and uh,
2: I, I just, I love stuff like that. I just, I love disruptors.
1: You know,
0: he well, he definitely is. That's for sure. Yeah. What about you, Bill? What grabbed your attention this week?
1: Um, I realize that is uh, I don't know as much as I think I do, and that that got hit home this week. Uh, again, working on the uh, CRV, I wanted to get some new tires and put some wheels on it, right? Some cool wheels. I'm like, I don't need to take this anywhere. I, I, I used when I was a kid, man. You got an old Chevy, you can swap wheels from a Ford. It don't matter, right? So I ordered some wheels online, ordered some tires online, and. Um, The idea was to to get those, save some money by doing it that way, take and just pay somebody to mount the tires to the wheels and I would put them on the car. And it turns out that you need to kind of know what you're doing because uh, there's a thing called an offset and people are probably laughing at me right now, but I didn't take offset into the equation and the front wheels wouldn't fit over the brake calipers. So I ended up getting these tires mounted to the original wheels on the thing, which looks excellent by the way and they're larger off-road tires so it looks cool anyway but now i've got a brand new set of rims that i can't send back so they're on craigslist trying to get some so yeah it's just like you know what sometimes i know a lot of things about a lot of different things and um but i didn't really know about that and i should have just fight the bullet and, and have somebody pay somebody to do it right the first time so
2: built, this is going to be a happy little accident for you. Yeah. I, you know Being what? I hope it.
1: so. Maybe somebody will buy them from me for more than I paid for them. Who knows? Maybe Banksy will buy them and shred them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> for those of us uh, who don't know what that means, not me because I obviously know everything. But uh, what does that mean? The, uh, the offset? offset thing. Yeah. So
1: uh, a zero offset means that your rim is centered exactly. So the, the you know the tire goes out. It's right in the middle of the rim. So a negative offset would be towards the back, so the the tire sticks out more. Uh, an offset would mean that the tire gets sucked up into the wheel well a little bit more. So where like it bolts onto the wheel, if you've got a, a brake a disc brake caliper right there, you need an offset so that it bolts on here, but the rim kind of comes out and around. And yeah,
2: I get you. So okay. I I bought you. Okay. Yeah, the shape of the rim to house the, the mechanics Correct. underneath it, in essence. Yeah. yeah,
1: and it's just it's just like I said when I was a kid, man. We used to swap rims with your friends all the time. I got these cool Kragers, man. Yeah. Oh, here, let me have them. I'll trade you for these. Blah 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 blah. And it's like it yeah, because it
2: was you know, there was all the same stuff. Yeah. You know, I just had on my my truck my um <laughs> my my heater wasn't working, and so it was starting to get cold. So I was like, oh, I gotta fix that. And It turned out it was just a wire, but I went and uh, I ordered the heater i wanted to see how much i went to the local guy and i was like hey can i get the heater for this and um you know how much is it And it was twenty (laughs) dollars so i was like all right i'll just i'll just grab it and if i don't need it i'll return it and um because back then it was like everything was interchangeable wow because it's the same heater they use for like every chevy that was made between like 1959 and 1980 probably so it's like they're just around and they're cheap but it's not like that anymore you're talking about the
1: fan the the blower motor yeah the blower motor okay because your heat is actually off. Of your, it comes out of the uh, your radiator. The, I understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Okay. I'm sorry
1: for misspeaking. No, I'm. I'm. See, I'm stepping my toe into waters I really don't know. Again, I. I. I'm. I'm sometimes I don't learn.
0: Hmm. Well, uh, in the spirit of learning, here's what grabbed my attention this week. It is a YouTube channel called Frugal Repair, and he's got just a little under ten thousand subscribers. But basically. Every single video is another little thing that he's fixed cheaply from um, hinges on a laptop to uh, a hot pot to a trackpad to RC helicopter. The one I saw that I really liked was how to fix like a TV that he found on the side of the street for like 50 cents. Like one little, I guess, surface mount chip was blown. He replaced it with a 50 cent chip. Boom. TV good to go. So, um, this is a great channel, and maybe not everything applies to you, but you're definitely going to find something in here, and it's just interesting to see that, like, very much in the reclaimed audio spirit of repairing yeah. and putting back into service.
2: I love that, because everybody always talks about, oh, we live in this disposable age, everything's meant to get thrown away. It's like, no, it's just our attitude towards it. Like, yeah. everything yeah. can be fixed, you know? For the most part. Maybe agree, it's not built the as well part. as it used to be and all that, but it's like, you can still fix stuff.
0: Yeah, I agree. Hey, and yo- he shows how to repair speakers in in like LCD TVs and I kind of need to do that with mine so it was interesting
1: I was going to say one more shout out to um, Gangie and Pop Pop because uh, one of the nice things they said about us is that they thought that we were some guys that were actually being a voice for people getting back out in the shop and actually learning how to do repairs and and fix things and reuse and reclaim and recycle so uh, if if that's the message that we're sending I think that's um, I'm proud of all three of us so thank you for the compliment.
0: Yeah, thanks, guys. Really
2: appreciate that. Yes, indeed. That's uh, definitely part of our mission. You know, yeah. I mean, I want to see people, you know, continue to work with their hands and, and making and stuff. But I also want to see them doing it from an
0: eco-conscious
2: perspective, you know.
0: Yes, indeed. Hmm. Hey, guys, contact us for show topics. Actually, wait, hold on a second here. Our channels. I forgot that part. On Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter, I'm Phil Pinsky. Check out WilliamLutz.com, TimSway.net, and NewPerspectivesMusic.com. Now comes the fun part. Contact us for show topics, suggestions, feedback, all that good stuff we love hearing from you, either through email, info at or hit us up on Twitter at Reclaimed Audio. On iTunes, leave us them reviews because they really do help in getting more people to listen to the podcast. And I've made it easy by putting it on our website, ReclaimedAudioPodcast.com. There's a link that you can click on that will launch iTunes for you and take you right to our uh, review section where you can just sort of type in a review. Make sure that it's five star because anything less than that does not help. Uh, Patreon.com slash Reclaimed Audio. There's a link to that on our website as well, ReclaimedAudioPodcast.com. And every little bit helps starting at a dollar per episode you get access to the pre show which uh if i may say is like going backstage it's like a vip pass to the rap cast reclaimed audio podcast cast the rap cast the rap
2: cast that's so that just is, describes us so perfectly
0: right that's what we do we just we just rap
1: we just rap hip We're just
0: hip hip dudes cats. Just we just hip hop we just rap
1: yeah if you say it five uh five times fast it comes out crap cast
0: you yeah, so which, which, if you do say it five times after, it is crap.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So there's there's the stuff I had to say, and, and here we are on the other side of that. So I'd like to wish you all a, a tremendous week, and thanks for listening.
2: Bye, And a right. happy Canadian Thanksgiving Day. Oh, real yeah. Thanksgiving. Choo-choo! Is that what you really, that's what they really call it up there, real Thanksgiving? We call it real That'd Thanksgiving. That'd be funny if that was...
0: <laughs> well, I call it
2: that. So. Yeah, okay. All right, be good.
0: or don't.